Welcome to the Goat Channel Podcast. Folks, welcome back to the Goat Channel. We are here on a Friday afternoon, two weeks from Christmas. I'm pretty close to Christmas, and I'm pretty close to getting the Christmas shopping all finished. I'll probably buy a few things here and there. I gotta get a little bit of. Gotta get some gift cards. Uh, cause, I don't know. I like to get gift cards with my gifts, cause if they didn't like the other gift, they'd not like the one you got them. So, I do like to do that. Um, I bought myself some Christmas gifts, and we'll get on into that just a little bit later. Uh, basically, me and my wife, we don't exchange gifts. We just kind of buy ourselves something. We are going to do a stocking, though. Uh, stockings are always fun. That was used to be my favorite part of Christmas anyway. So, you know, Christmas is coming up. It's soon. It is already December 11th. So two weeks. It's crazy. It, you know, as bad a year as it's been it's felt like it has flown absolutely just flown by uh just flown by and I guess uh, they always told me the older I get the quicker it'll go and they weren't lying that's for sure I don't think I got as much out of this year as I would like to as far as you know, the travels and stuff, and getting, doing stuff, uh, last year I was everywhere, traveling, I was playing a lot of softball, uh, traveling, playing softball, and traveling when I wasn't playing softball, um, and this year, it was just made hard by everything going on, and you also don't want to get sick, you don't want to pass it on, so you kind of avoid the situations, uh, speaking of the COVID this year, though, and the, the year going by very fast, they do finally, the vaccine finally, I think, from what I read yesterday, I've uh, got a proof for emergency distribution, which I don't, I didn't think it would not get approved. Um, I know, you know, this is probably not the likely scenario and likely of what the FDA would want. Uh, not their ideal, I guess. Ideally, they probably would have wanted to, uh, you know, they would have rather had a long trial, had a long, and they would have rather had a longer trial and, you know, see how that thing did over time. Um, you know, it, it takes a process to get these drugs out, and they didn't have that length this time, um, so they would have probably rather did it, you know, the right way, kind of, but the FDA probably knew you had to get it out, it had to be out there, uh, get it in these people, and like I said, it's a little scary, because you don't know the long-term effects of it, uh, that's, that's what's real scary about it. 
and you really don't know all you know right now is short term effects look really good and it's 90 some percent effective hopefully if Pfizer and Moderna both can get approved then they can keep you know they can get a bunch out they can get a bunch of the vaccines distributed and because I think right now it's looking like hospitals are going to get it or not hospitals but like healthcare workers and elderly like homes is what I had heard which is fine uh, but if Moderna gets in on this and gets approved in the next couple weeks or whenever they go apply for it because that was the Pfizer one um, speaking of Pfizer I did buy a couple stocks just to see what would happen they are at 40 some dollars a stock I do have I just bought five stocks just to see what would happen with them if they uh, kind of explode you know if they just go up a lot because they work on other stuff obviously other than this but this is probably their biggest thing and they're gonna you think they you think their stock would shoot up some uh, but yeah that's what's happening I mean the vaccine's gonna be out there so people are gonna probably start getting it I'd say within I'd say by easily next week people are gonna be getting it um, if you get some Moderna in there and you have double the makers of this stuff and you can get you know get more pushed out that covers even more people um, and then you get the world kind of closer to uh, I guess normal I don't know what the plan is going to be though I don't know how long are you not going to wear a mask? How long is it going to take to get everybody? Now, obviously, people aren't going, oh, going to take it. It's just how it works. I mean, not all people take the flu shot. So not all people are going to take this. So you're not going to need as much as the population of the United States. Um, you mean, obviously, it's going to be less than the population of the United States. So you know, less than the United States population by, I don't know, right now, only 50% roughly said they're going to take it. So if you, you know, 50% of that, of the population, I don't even know what the population is, but you got, you're looking at at least half. But I'm going to guess that if some of those are healthcare workers, that healthcare workers are probably going to be pretty much mandatory to get because I believe they have to take a flu shot so um, I'd say they're going to be pretty much mandatory to take it so all healthcare workers and then it'll trickle on down to uh, wherever it can go really and you know you're going to have some people who don't take it which is which is perfectly fine um, but if you can get if you can get even 50% of it in there then that's going to stop your spread by a ton um, and then if it's hard to catch twice which seems to be the case. Uh, I know some people can catch it twice from, you know, reports and stuff. But if it is hard to catch twice, then that's even better. So, you know, you get all these people with vaccines. You get all these people who, you know, it's hard to catch twice. Then you're getting back to the levels of just a little virus that can be passed around some. 
uh, but it, it was not nearly as bad then. And luckily, on top of that, um, if Donald Trump is correct, I don't, I don't know, but I did overhear this, um, that a treatment that they had for him and they had for a couple, you know, high-profile people has been approved too. So it seems like treatment's getting better and vaccines getting better. It seems like we're getting closer to normal. I don't think it'll be the summer. I believe about. I believe spring. I believe springtime we're going to feel like the world's pretty good. Uh, so, I don't know when the mask mandates and stuff. Because right now, COVID's running rapid. Uh, it's killing everybody. And I mean, you got to think about how many people are in the U.S., but still, the I mean, people are dying from it. And it's, it's a brutal, I mean, it's a brutal thing. And it just keeps adding up. So hopefully they can get this pumped out, pumped in. You know, get all these people back to healthy. And go from there. And that's, that's what we're looking for. So the vaccine is approved. It will be happening. And it should be. I'd imagine that thing's going to be out soon, like ASAP. I think they're going to try to push it as hard as they absolutely can. Because you got to think. I mean, the start of it, because it takes, apparently it takes two weeks or something. It's a two-shot thing. And I believe it takes, like, at least a week or two that you had to wait in between the shots. And then, so you're not even... You know, the vaccine don't work after one shot, so it's at least two weeks after the shot, I think. So if they start pumping it out and getting it in people now, um, those people, it'll be about January before, I think about January, if I'm correct, uh, before, you know, the vaccine really works for them. And so that's that's about it. I just wanted to hit on that. I, I know, you know, we're in some tough times. Um, but it looks like they're they're starting to learn ways to, uh, I guess, work on the virus when you have it, and then they've got the vaccine out there. So it looks like we're getting to the top, um, and maybe it's going to be downhill from here. Uh, we're getting close to the top at least. I don't guess we're all the way there. So that's just a little bit about the COVID. And, you know, we'll switch it up now. I know we talk about the COVID quite a bit on here, but, you know, serious matters, serious times. Yeah, I'm back to Christmas. I mean, like I said, it's... Hopefully, I mean, luckily for us, we get to spend time with family. And still, because we're very, you know, we got a very small family. And we see each other about every weekend anyway. Um, so it's going to be, you know, one of, one of the positive things is we get to at least spend time with our family. And, you know, we're not these big families. And, we, you know, we won't. You know, unlikely we'll be 
get spread it around much because it, it, it'll be under 10 people New still. text message from wife. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, Christmas is coming up. Me and my wife, we, we kind of, I did buy her some stocking stuffers. I think she's going to get me some. But other than that, we kind of just buy our own thing, do our own thing around Christmas time. And I really didn't get into Christmas much this year until, you know, the last about three weeks I started, I guess, really buy presents and for people. And I mean, we don't have too many presents. I mean, you we buy maybe 10 overall presents. 10 to 15 presents, you know, four people in our families. So we, we don't overdo it by any means. Uh, so, you know, we bought... So, for myself, though, and this is what I was kind of working up to in this is I love sports memorabilia um, it's probably just one of my favorite things which is crazy because it's really expensive I mean you gotta think what it is really it's just expensive sharpie that costs you I mean a sharpie that costs you a lot of money um uh, some random signatures, you know, like, they, you know, it's really crazy to like it, but it's just something I've been into, autographed memorabilia, not just regular sports memorabilia, but autographed or game used or something, something along those lines. And I go to press scene auctions and check it out. About once a year is all. And I'll go on there and I'll buy some cool stuff that I think's real neat. Um, that's what I'll end up, you know, kind of getting myself for Christmas. And that's, that's happened probably the last, like, two years or something, last three years. Uh, but I just love it. I mean, I love the... And it's a lot cheaper now because people do sign like crazy. So you don't really have these rare autographs anymore. Um, but I guess it's just a passion of mine uh, because it's neat enjoyable. It's just like the sports card industry though. I used to love some sports cards. I mean sports cards are the best really. They're fun to open. It's an enjoyable hobby. Honestly you can flip and make money like crazy if you really wanted to. If you wanted to make money off that hobby of trading cards you can flip it and make it um, and I may talk about trading cards. Actually, I do want to talk about trading cards just a little bit later in this. Uh, but I was going to go into this memorabilia and tell you what kind of stuff. I just like real neat stuff, though. Um, that's that's what I like most. Um, I do have the, rant, you know, jersey or that stuff. Th those are fine. Um, but I really like the neat, the cool stuff, the different stuff. Uh, for an example, I, I like I like autographed shoes. Those are cool. Um, autographed cleats. Those, you know, those are just kind of out of the box. Autograph uh, robes are neat. I like uh, autographed 
wrestling belt and wrestling is awesome. Uh, boxing gloves, that's pretty cool. Boxing trunks. Uh, so th- those are neat. But, um, but the one of the coolest ones I've seen this time, and I had seen it for a while, probably over a year or something, I never just pulled the trigger on it. Because at Prestine Auctions, you know, it's just an auction style, so you want to get it at a good price. And I got it at a pretty good price, but it's a, um, a pylon, football pylon, autographed, which is pretty neat. And that, that was one of my favorite things so far this year. Um, what you can do on Prestine Auction, if you haven't been on there, you can combine it and then it'll ship it all to you and all that stuff, but... Um, what I'm really wanting and I actually got on eBay and I'm pretty excited about is a flag, a pin flag autograph. Those are one of the neat, but just anything that's neat, I think I find cool because they got really neat stuff on there. Like they got these, they got machetes and knives, like steel knife, steel blade knife signed by like these horror movie guys. That's a pretty cool looking thing. Um, you know, they got skates, full size NASCAR helmets. How cool would a full NASCAR helmet just look? I mean, that just, it's just neat stuff. Um, I don't have any of this stuff, but that, that one looks really cool to me. They got like figure skates or hockey skates, which is, um, another really really cool one and yeah so they got hockey skates uh, hockey stick that that's another one on my wish list is like a full size hockey stick how cool would that be and so you know I'm just there for the neat things like they even have like George Foreman grill side but George Foreman I've seen around you know they got neat things everywhere it's not just on there, um, but but you can find them out and about. Uh, but that's what I love about the sports memorabilia and sports autographs is really neat, different, out of the box stuff. It can be the regular stuff, but that's what really piques my interest. But yeah, back to trading cards. Man, the trading card industry right now is just booming. I feel like this the memorabilia is actually a little bit lower depending on who you buy because I got guys who you know like stuff I want I'll buy with a name not you know the greatest biggest name in the world just just to have that piece in my collection but yeah, the trading card industry, though, is just booming. I know I've talked about this on here before, but really, it is just, it's crazy. I mean, that's that's really, it's interesting to see. I, I was just into it about two years ago. I got back into cards real well, two, two, two to three years ago. And I got into it again. And I was trying to do like breaks and I was trying to do this stuff and I may get back into it again. 
because you can make money off of it, and that's that's a real big point here. Is I was gonna, I was going to make money off of it, and I, I made a little bit. I mean, it wasn't anything extravagant, but I didn't really let it play out. Um, it's got a lot of work, honestly, a lot of work. But so the card industry wasn't too bad then. I mean, I was buying cards and selling them and buying breaks and selling them and I was doing small cheap breaks and you know so it wasn't much it wasn't anything but now like this year in particular man those hobby boxes you can't excuse me you can't hardly afford a hobby box anymore and that's the bad thing. You can't hardly afford a hobby box anymore. Most hobby boxes are running you a good 150 plus. And if you want really good stuff, you're looking way up there on your hobby boxes. And these people who buy cases of them, that's what's crazy to me because I can't afford a case, that's for sure. But how cool would it be to open a case like that's that's my dream is just one day to open a big case of cards and see what i can get what i can hit because uh, i've never done it before i've opened hobby boxes but it'd be so neat to open up just a big huge case you know whatever i don't even care what the card is necessarily but just to open the case because you know you're going to get something decent out of a whole case probably uh, more than likely at least something pretty decent uh, but that's always the tricky part though if you're not doing a break on a case you know for purposes of making money and you have two new text messages and making money and spreading the wealth or whatever spreading the wealth or whatever and you know that's that's if you're not breaking it because you know breaks people can get in if you haven't if you don't pay attention to sports car people can get in multiple people can get in with these teams and they can hit something big at a low price it's but it's get, just like gambling, like anything else. You don't know if you're going to hit, and you don't know all that stuff. But, so, yeah, trading card industry, though, is crazy right now. But that, that one day I'm going to open a case, but who knows where that'll be. But I do watch them on YouTube, and some of these cases, these guys, some of these boxes these guys are buying for like $3,000 or $2,000 a box, and you're not getting crap in them. That, that is what would be really disappointing. I'd almost cry. Like, that's a lot of money to not really come back with anything in it that's worth anything. I mean, because when, sometimes when you lose on those boxes of cards, you lose on those boxes of cards. Like, I'm saying, 
I'm saying a $2,000 box, and sometimes you only have $500 value in there. That's a $1,500 loss, though, that you're not going to be able to resell if you're reselling your cards. Now, if you're doing breaks, you can make the money work because it's not really on you, or if you're or if you're in the break, you can do a bunch of, you can do about three breaks or more, or probably three, three breaks or more for a whole price of a box. Um, so if you finally hit on something major, then you kind of make your money back. It's just playing the odds. Uh, but as far as just buying yourself an individual box, and when you just go dry, and you're losing $1,500, and you buy another box, let's say you lose 500 there and you buy another one I mean you're basically just praying at that point that you can hit something to get your back to your even or something you know if you're a collector either way if you're a collector or not you still won't value in your collection so that's what's crazy about the sports card industry right now is it's just so expensive and you can you can hit big like Zion's, you know the Jaws. Um, this year is probably not going to be as expensive. If I had to guess, I think the I think it'll kind of relax just a little bit because I don't think the draft the rookies are as good. Now, if one rookie starts going off or two rookies starts going off, the value is going to go up. Um, but I can see you getting a decent price starting off because all the, the rookies aren't that great this year. But yeah, that's just a little sports card talk. It's just, it's a crazy sports card world out there right now. The industry is booming. It is definitely, it is not hurting. Um, let, let's put it that way. The sports card industry is not hurting. It is doing its thing. Um, so, and then somebody stole my parking spot at work. I park there about 90% of the time. Gotta hate it. Hate to see it. I think they'll put my name on it. That'd be nice. But yeah, this sports card industry is just a whole different world. But today we covered the sports card industry, sports memorabilia, and some vaccine. I mean, still say stay safe, wear your mask. I know if you're not a believer in a mask, that's fine. Um, but it's kind of proven to help some. Now, obviously, it is probably it's not foolproof your mask. Um, but there's there's light at the end of the tunnel now. So if we could just make it to the end of that tunnel, we'll be doing good. And that'll be it for this GOAT channel session. We just go call a little session. We rocked it out on this Friday evening. And if you're listening, or this Friday morning, if you're listening, I do appreciate you. I'd like for you to go like my stuff, like this. You know, go to my YouTube, check it out, the GOAT channel. Um, it's got some great material. I'm working on it. I'm, I'm working on being good. I don't know if I'm going to get there, but I'm working on, you know, being something. Working on figuring it all out. So I appreciate you listening if you did listen. And we'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.
We are back. We're going to do the goat quote of the day. And the quote is, Doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. Basically, everybody knows what it means, but don't doubt yourself. Because that's what kills it. Go for it. Attempt it. You may succeed. um, But if you automatically have doubt in your mind when you're doing it, you're going to more than likely fail. If you start with doubt, you're going to be a failure. You got to think success. You got to think successful. You got to think you're going to succeed. And so the goat quote of the day doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will and after a small break we'll be back thank you for tuning in to the goat channel podcast if you like any of this material or any other material go to check out the youtube and all my links appreciate you listening until next time go doubt